Hello. How you guys doing? I was just asking Byron about, you know, you've been in so many situations with so many different players, right, new players, but, but this is one where you've got a lot of rookies in big roles, whether it's injuries, whether it's whatever, it's Cade, it's Rashad, it's those guys. Yep. So what is it like for you to, you know, to try to keep that patience and also, you know, be productive and understand they may not be where they're going to be in six weeks? Um, no, I think it's always tough to put too much on the, the rookies. It's just a lot to... I just remember when I was a rookie, it was a very challenging time. You know, you just don't have the experience uh, to kind of make all the right decisions. So when you play with veteran players, you know, there's a degree of confidence you have just because even though you may have not have talked about something, they'll still do it basically the way that you want it. It may not be exactly right, but pretty close. Rookies, it's hard. You know, there's a lot, a huge learning curve. So it's just important, and Byron does a great job of making sure when they are in there, they're doing things that we're all confident in them doing um, and not putting people in positions to not do well. So, you know, you got to do the best you could do. Every team has young players. Every team has veteran players. Every team has guys who haven't played much. So it's what everyone deals with. You just got to do the best you could do. You'd wish that you'd have a veteran group that could play every play for 16 weeks, 17 weeks, but not the reality. So um, the guys we have in there are doing a good job, you know, and we're going to keep pushing and keep trying to keep the pressure on everybody to try to make us a better football team. Tommy, you're, you're all about winning rather, rather than stats, but you guys have scored an awful lot of points over the last two years, averaging around 30 points per game. And a couple weeks ago, you were running down the list of all the new players that you have, and it kind of speaks to Rick's question about having the patience with all of these younger players. But is there a level of frustration sometimes for you that, that it's not as prolific on offense as it has been over the last two years to start the season as you're going through some growing pains collectively? I think there's always a degree of frustration in football, period. Um, so, you know, you just you want it to go right all the time. It doesn't do that. So they're really good on the other side of the ball. They're forcing you to do things you're not so good at. Um, so you just, you know, we're trying to win the game and we're trying to improve. And, um, you know, it's not always going to be your best quarter of football every single time out. So you just got to have patience and you got to do your best to stay focused and try to execute as well as you can based on the circumstances. Tom, these ASC teams are, are probably the programs you know best for your career. You've gone up against a lot of Pittsburgh teams. Yep. What, what do you expect from a Mike Thompson defense? You know, he's just very good, very sound. He's a great coach. He's been a great coach since he's, you know, got into the league. He's, these guys always play hard. They've got some great players um, always have. You know, it's a great fan base, great stadium, tough place to play. Um, so it's a big challenge for us. You know, they didn't play the way they were capable of at Buffalo. I'm sure they'll be ready to go. I know they have some injuries they're dealing with. We're dealing with some injuries. So, you know, we got to put a lot into it and we got to go out there and, and do our best. We already talked to you about the Grady Jarrett call and you said, hey, I don't, I don't throw the flags. But something like that happened again on Monday night. And yeah. I know you're all about competition too. So how do you kind of, how does the league find that happy medium between protecting you guys and at the same time still ensuring that, you know, there's, there's competition on the other side of the ball? What's the question? Just how the league can find a medium between protecting you guys as quarterbacks and at the same time, you know, you still get a competitive product, you know, with, with guys on defense. You still allow them to be able to, to do some of the things they need to do. For sure, yeah. I mean, no one wants any missed calls or uh, I think that's just 
You don't want to miss pass interference call. You don't want to miss holding call. You don't want to miss illegal contact call. They don't want to call on them. It's just, I don't know, we're trying to eliminate every missed penalty. Is that what every batter wants every strike called perfectly? And, you know, I don't know how you do that. So. And also from a safety standpoint, it seems like, like for instance, with, with Jones, it was he put his body weight on Derek Carr. That's, that's not a new rule or anything, but, you know, we see a lot yeah. more of that being I think there's there's tough rules, there's tough calls, it's tough enforcing it, it's tough for the players, it's tough for everyone. You know, I think the game's changed. I alluded to that earlier, you know, in the year. It's there's a lot of things that I see that are probably pretty challenging to officiate. They're probably challenging to play defense with. Um, so um, I don't I don't have all the answers to all those. You know, I, I don't think the referees are robots. I don't think they're trying to get it wrong. I don't think they're always going to get it right. You know, I feel bad for a guy when they get called something that probably shouldn't be that way. And sometimes you just got to shake it off. You know, I've lost Super Bowls because I thought they missed a call, you know. So I don't know. You go, all right, well, you're going to get some. You're going to not get some. And you hope they don't come up, but they come up. It's, it's sports. It's So the fact that everyone wants to talk about it like it's something new, it always, it's always been like that. So you just do the best you could do. You try to keep it in your hands the best way you can. And if you get an unfortunate thing that happens, it's unfortunate. It really is. And I don't think anyone's trying to scheme anyone out of that or it's just the way sports are. You just, I miss throws, refs miss calls, you know, but we try to do the best we can do. And when they don't go your way, you just complain to the refs like I do. So. <laughs> Tom, this season's still relatively young, but we get the pervading sense when you talk to guys in the locker room that this team hasn't played its best football yet or that points get left out there. How close do you think this offense is to being where you want to be? I think we're just going to work at it every day and, you know, get to be as good as we can possibly be. I think that, you know, what we can be and compared to other years where I've been here, I don't think that's really um, what a goal is. I think we got to maximize our potential. And there's a different team, different group of guys. I don't think any of us have played to the level that we're capable of. And, um, you know, we're going to keep pushing at it and try to put a little pressure on each other to bring the best out of us. Tom, Robert Haynes, you said you're starting to see the field the way you see it. Um, can you just talk about that relationship between the two of you and how like it's progressed for the first six weeks? I like his confidence. I see it pretty good. That's one of my strengths. So I'm going to have to... He might need a little humble pie is what he needs, if that's what he needs. I know. Um, no, he's doing a great job. Yeah, he's doing a great job. I love him being in there, and he's really stepped into a tough position to play and uh, proud of him for his effort and his commitment. And he's means a lot to him. I think everyone feels that from him, like how much he cares about what he's doing. And that's important when you're with a group of guys that are, you know, there's a lot. We all put a lot into it, and you want to see young players, especially, um, you know, guys like that that, really accept the responsibility that comes with being a starter, then that really important position on the team, like center, and um, just really, you know, really proud of what he's accomplished thus far. Tom, is there any uh, significance to the shirt that you're wearing today with Chris Godwin? Or just nope. I just said, my luck, it's warm. It was raining out there. I looked for the heavy, the heavy little cut. Yeah, it was clean, so it's a good shirt. I mean, they wear plenty of shirts with your face on them, too. So. I know they always do. I love anything with, for those guys. I'll do anything. Tom, it's important to ask, in this locker room post-football, who, who will be the best pickleball player? <laughs> Let's see. Um, Mike would be really good with that length, power. Um, the good players, it's really a finesse sport, you know? So 
not a lot of finesse guys in the locker room. <laughs> we got like a bunch of bulldogs in there. So I'd say Mike. Yeah, Mike. Gronk would be really good too, but he's not in there. So. Can you play? Are you good? I'm all right. For a 45-year-old that's, you know, average athleticism, I'm decent. So. Can you just talk about what you've seen on tape so far from Pittsburgh? What kind of challenges they present? You, you talked about Tomlin and what, he, what the way he prepares his guys, but the, the players actually on the team. Well, what have yeah. you seen out of them so far? They're very good. You know, they're play very sound. Um, you know, it's a hard-nosed team. You know, I played the Steelers a lot. They very physical style of ball. Cam Hayward's one of the great players I've ever played against. Miles Jack, Devin Bush, really good group of linebackers. Um, got some good pass rushers. So secondary, they're a little banged up. We're just trying to figure out who's going to play. But Minka, I think Minka is a phenomenal player. Um, Edmonds is a really good player. So they're going to challenge us. You know, they're going to be sound. They're going to be in the right position, and they're going to make us earn it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. How's everybody? Good, good, good. Frustration that you guys can't hit thirty point games like you have in the past because you've become accustomed. Not so used to it. <laughs> nah, not really. We're trying to win games. Uh, we know where we're at. Ultimately, we want to be playing our best football at the end of the year. Uh, numbers I always tell you guys. I say it again. We'll count them up at the end. We'll count them up at the end and see where we're at from a number standpoint. But right now, we know what situation we're in. We're trying to do the right things to win football games. That's really our focus. Our focus never been really, hey, we're trying to score every time. But our focus is not, like, on numbers. It's on trying to score. One, th one percentage I know that's 100% correct. You score more points than the other team, you win. So that's my focus as an offensive coach, as an offensive play caller. That's what I'm always thinking of. Yes. If you've ever, especially a defensive line coach, gone up against a coach or coached against a coach that you spent that much time with that you know that well? Uh, not really. I uh, Mike T is a unique, special guy, man. This is all you can really say. Uh, I learned so much from him. I can't have more respect for the coach and the human being than I have for a coach or a player or really a person. He's that unique. Uh, it was enjoyable to play for him. It's motivational to play for him. I know you guys see the interviews, and that's really him. <laughs> the guys that know him around here, that's really him. He's a, he's a special guy. Taught me a lot. I catch myself saying some of his words sometimes as I'm coaching. So that's how important of a piece he was for me. I just got so much respect for him as a, a coach. But the man, it's, it's unique, man. It's unique to have played for Mike T. I'm happier that I've done that because it was a unique experience for me, and I learned a lot from that. What's the biggest lesson that he imparted on you as a coach now? Uh, it's not no individual lesson because I was. you get it every day. You get what you see on TV every day. And as a locker room, as a player, that's what you want. You want people like that leading you and – He's a unique man. He's a unique football coach. 
it's no surprise that he's had that much success. I've seen him work. I've seen him when times are good come to work and how he react. I've seen him when times wasn't so good come to work, how they react. So it's, I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot from how to handle yourself in certain situations. I wish I can articulate myself the way that he do. <laughs> I'm failing at that. Have they contributed already, and, and, and how good do you think they're going to be as the season progresses so much more? Regular? I think they're all getting better. You know, they're all getting better because they're getting live game reps. Uh, Cohen Cade is, man, I mean, right? You know, that's a tough position. Tight end rookies, they don't come in. They don't care where they was drafted at, what round. They normally don't come in and play as much as these two playing. But you can trust it. You can trust them early in the year. I trust those guys that they're going to go out there and do the right thing. And that says more than anything from a production standpoint, from that standpoint. I trust that they can be in the huddle and do the right thing. And I think the more reps that Rashad get, you'll see his skill set show more and more. But these guys earned it. They earned it. We didn't give them anything. Them guys got an opportunity to prove themselves. They done that. And we, we, could, we look forward to them to continuously keep getting better. Uh, anytime that caliber of player's not on the grass, it's it's different, right? Um, obviously, as a c competitor, you always want to go against the best. But he's a unique player. He's one of the best in the world, right? He's one of the best in the world. What I love about him is that he make timely plays. It's not just plays. It's timely plays. When they always – you cut the tape on whenever they need a play. He finds a way to make a play, and that's a unique thing. That's a unique thing for players because a lot of people can make a play here and there. He makes them on time, and that's a unique thing, and that's what makes players like him unique and special. Fred, you guys have had some inconsistencies in short yardage in these first five games, but Rashad went three for three on third and one on Sunday. Mike, is there something you point to, whether it's decisiveness or what you saw, and how much that helps moving forward? Now nah, we just got to do a better job. We just got to do a better job of understanding the situation from an awareness standpoint. Uh, we're getting what we want just throughout the year. I just think of all those situations. I think we put it on the ground twice. That's just bad. You got to be able to convert, especially those fourth and ones from an offensive coach who the head coach says, hey, it gives you that, you know, trust in you to fourth and one that you'll find a way to get it. And we came up short a few times this year. So that's the – that's really the disappointing part of it. Uh, we'll correct everything from a schematic standpoint to make sure we're always right, but that's kind of disappointing because we're in a good spot in those downs and we found the ways not to execute and not to get that job done. So that's something that we look forward to being better at. Right, you're talking about shorts. Is Tom Brady not wanting to run sneaks any longer? Say that again? Is Tom Brady not wanting to run sneaks? Any longer on fourth and shorts? Uh, that really had nothing to do with Tom. That has something to do with how we feel and how we what we think we need to do moving forward in those situations. Looking at your offensive numbers, your, your passing game is one of the best in the league. You're not turning the ball over, not an excessive number of penalties. The one thing that's different is, as he was saying before, the scoring is down. From 
you know, understanding that winning is, is the most important thing to you. Is there a discrepancy from last year to this year in terms of what you're doing to get points on the board, basically? No, I just think it's a different team. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a really different team when you really look at it. It's a lot of different people in that huddle that was there in the past. But the, all the other things that you're saying, I think we're doing well. I think we're close to playing really good football. Now, if that means that we're scoring a lot of points like we've done in the past, we'll see. That's why I said we'll add them up at the end. But I think we're close. Man, I just feel as though we're close. Just the more we can get everybody out there. I just want us to be out there because we're not – we're always trying to score. But I think we're doing a lot of things at a high level that statistically no one's looking at. But I think we're protecting the football. I think we're getting better on third down. Obviously, we got to play better in the red zone. Those are all things that as you go throughout a year, you're fine-tuning anyway, right? We're just trying to keep fine-tuning, find ways to win and just make sure at the end of the year we're playing as good as football as we can play. But we want to get there early. We want to get there early. We understand some things we're not, we haven't produced like we have in the past, but we're just trying to win football games. If we can continue to win football games, I believe that stuff will come with the work that the guys put in. The more time that we spend together as this group, the more we can communicate and be in situations where something don't go right and then we can talk about it and we all can grow from it. So I think that's where we're at as an offense. But I do believe that we're close, but that means nothing. Close and getting it done is a long way away. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll keep working. But I love this group. I love where we're at. How much is the offensive line, specifically the young guys like Hainsey and Luke, what are you seeing? Are they improving? And does that allow you as a play caller to do a little bit more? Yeah, I think the, the what helps us most is the situations they were in early in the year, right? You open up the year in Cowboys Stadium, loud as it can get, toughest situation you can get. You come up the next week, you go going to New Orleans as the toughest situation as you get. Those guys opened the year off with two weeks where they couldn't hear each other. It was all nonverbal com communication. And the job that they've done in those situations was – Beautiful to watch them operate. But did they play perfect? No. But they played well enough for us to win them football games. And I think those moments, those times that we had together early, is going to help us as we get throughout this year, as we get going throughout this year. I think as a whole, we'll begin to start play better. I'm just waiting for it to happen. And I, I'm excited for where we're at, the way we practice, the way we go about our work every day. I'm extremely excited about that. Byron, I know um, you're focused on the Steelers' defense, but – they're starting a rookie quarterback. You've been there before. What's the toughest part of that deal, the biggest challenge when you're coming from college and you're making your debut as a starting quarterback in the NFL? Oh, this is as hard a job as you can be in, right? We're talking about the, the hardest position in sports. Uh, it's hard, but, I mean, I've, I evaluated him. He can play. <laughs> he can really play, so... I mean, that's just part of being in this league. At some point, you got to be a rookie. At some point, Tom was a rookie. some point, Blaine, Kyle, everybody that played this position going to be a rookie. That don't mean you can't have success. So a lot of rookies come in and have a lot of success. So, And this, this kid, just from an evaluation standpoint, looked pretty good on tape to me. So, what did you like about him? Everything. I just think he can really play. What makes, uh, a couple more questions. What makes Todd Bowles such a challenging coordinator to go against for some of these 
Uh, it's tough to say for me not going through it through Todd, but Todd's so multiple, right? Todd's multiple. Todd's a smart human being. He understands football. So he's always going to be sound from a defensive standpoint. So that's the things that make Todd exceptional, just having the ability to be multiple, be sound at what you do, and have the awareness and the wherewithal to be able to teach all the things so the defense can get it. So he's an exceptional coach. Um, he's just an exceptional at what he does. How is he with the patience of that, with knowing that those guys can't possibly know what he knows and trusting him? Because he said, I don't trust them, don't put them on the field. Or if you do, I'm not throwing the ball. You know, there is that. So how has he been in this? In this I think he's been great. Um, he's 45, though, right? We lose patience. <laughs> I lose patience at 42, right? <laughs> so he lose patience sometimes. But that's part of it. That's what we got. Uh, he understands that, though. That's the that's the amazing thing about Tom. Um, I tell you guys all the time: when you really see him upset, most of the time is at himself. That's what that's the thing that people don't understand. He's he's a football junkie. He knows all the nuances of football. He knows how every situation is going to be. He's been in these situations before where he's played with people that may have been younger around him. So. He understands everything about the game, so that always gives us an opportunity. So it's nothing's new to him. He understands and been through everything. Okay, thanks. Right. Hey, thanks, Byron. Thanks, Byron. How you guys doing? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. You didn't get rained on today, did you? Well, when you get a lot of sacks, you know, on the back end, they got to do their job. Uh, it's fun to play in the Todd Bowles uh, system because everybody gets an opportunity to get after the quarterback. We line everybody up everywhere, so guys get excited. They look forward to Thursday mornings when we put the third third down package in, so uh, see if their number's called. Some people gripe a little bit if their number's not called as much, but it's fun playing in this system. Uh, I was raised right uh, coming into this league. Uh, everybody knows it's a top organization. Uh, I was fortunate to go into a locker room with a lot of solid uh, vets who uh, showed me the way, showed me how to be a pro uh, on the field and off the field. And uh, I owe a lot of credit. You know, a lot of my success goes to those guys and just that culture that they, they taught me. And, uh, you know, hard nose. Remember Bill Cowher back in those days, and uh, you had to play the game the right way, and that's why I was raised, and uh, I'm still leaning on that type of mindset to this day. You played for uh, Mike Tomlin. Uh, now this is your first time coaching against him with the Buccaneers. What does that mean to come full circle like that? I got to beat him. Got to beat him because I know when we see each other, we're going to talk a little trash. Uh, 
I know how competitive he is. I've been telling my guys, trust me, he's going to have these guys ready to play. And um, I got the utmost respect for him. But he's one of those guys, you, you got to beat him because we're going to talk trash when we see each other. Larry, what's your impression of um, a picket when you watch him on track? He don't look like uh, a rookie. You know, he looks solid. You can tell uh, he can get the ball out of his hands. Um, when his initial read is not there, he can get the plan B in a hurry. So mainly when you watch quarterbacks, when they can do that, you know they can, you know, they can grow, they can process what we like to say in this league, and he definitely has that. Larry, you were talking about back in your playing days under Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin. Sacks were different then. You could land on the quarterback, sling them around. Now you pretty much have to bring a pillow to hug him. I mean, back in those days, our mindset, let's knock the quarterback out and uh, can't do that no more. You got to uh, try to go for the ball. I understand now, you know, as a coach, I'm a little older, what the league is trying to do. Consumers, they want that quarterback, you know, playing. And uh, trying to make the game better, but we got to protect those guys and uh, try to tell my guys they drive this game. And, you know, I'm part old school, but, you know, we want the revenue, we want the game to keep growing. And we need those guys upright, but uh, we're good athletes, you know, all the athletes on the defensive side of the ball, so we can adjust to those strong, you know, just the rules. But it's tough sometimes. It's going to happen. Our mindset around here, we're going to respond. You know, we see some uh, yellow laundry out there. We're just going to line up and play again. Our mindset is respond, respond. And, uh, you know, good call, bad call, call a little questionable. You got to line up and play again. That's football. And uh, you got to just get ready for the next play. And if you harping on it, it's going to carry over and uh, you're going to get beat. But that's part of the game. It goes both sides. If you look at the end of the season, it's going to be ebb and flow. And it's the team that can uh, respond to the adversity or whatever's going on. Those will be the last ones standing. I don't know. I seen last week Bob Sanders taught him that spin move, and uh, he executed it. <laughs> no, but he got to keep growing. I'm glad he uh, – nice move. I seen it like on ESPN, one of the top rushes of the week. But he just got to keep growing. Got to uh, build his confidence up. We know he got all the athleticism, and uh, he just got to go out there and perform. Uh, it's great going back home. You know, that's a special place for me. Everybody's giving me stuff. Don't walk in the wrong locker room. But, uh, you know, like I tell, you know, I got a lot of buddies still over there. But growing up, you want to beat your, your buddy, your brother, you know. And uh, so it's always added, you know, motivation for me because I, I want to beat those guys. And uh, it's going to be great going back home. That Heinz Field, well, not Heinz Field, I forgot the new name. But uh, we all have. Right. <laughs> But it's a great place to play at, great football uh, atmosphere. A lot of my friends and family from Detroit are going to the game, and uh, it's a special play. Is there a line or a 
phrase that Tomlin had or even just the quality about him as a coach that, that kind of sticks with you to this day? That's great. Me and Byron always laugh because you always find yourself saying one of those Mike Tomlin quotes. And uh, um, since I'm here, I want to hit one of them, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you catch yourself a lot of times uh, – take them in deep water and let's drown them. Some, a lot of uh, phrases that just stuck with us. Anything else? Thank you guys. Have a good one. Mike, what do you like about, about Minka? What, what makes him the player he He's is? good. Minka's really good. I played against him, I think, our rookie, his rookie year, at, or 18 in preseason. Yeah, he tackled me hard one time. I said, man, that's a rookie tackling like that. It's pretty good. And, uh, you know, he's been having uh, – a great career so far, and I um, you know, hope he keeps it up. What else stands out about the Pittsburgh defense? Probably a banged up one. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very injured. Um, I mean, what we saw on film last game was, I mean, they were just giving up a lot of huge plays. Um, but we've seen this before. Um, when teams, you know, don't play their best, they come out against us and they, they play their hardest and they have a better game than the week before. So we got to come with it. You're just now getting to go back to the places you went in your rookie year, like the AFC stadiums mm -hmm. you went to. It was like your first month in the NFL. You had a touchdown there. What do you mm -hmm. remember about that? I was a team that didn't win a lot of yeah. games, but, but had a big win in Pittsburgh. Oh, well, Heinz Field is one of my favorite places that I've gotten to play You know, since I've been in the league. Scored my first touchdown there. Uh, played against Troy Palomalu and James Harrison. <laughs> Troy Palomalu was the nicest guy I ever met uh, on the field. Uh, but it was a great experience. I was one of our two wins that year. And hopefully we get another win come Sunday. Sure. sure Stadium. What's it called? Accra, sure. I'm always remember it as Heinz yeah, Field. Yeah. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> it's because those ketchup bottles on the scoreboard. Yeah, it's Heinz Field to me. So. What made Palomalu so nice? Did he? Did you try to talk to him? And nah, he just was talking to us during the game, and I had got hurt that game. I had um, strained my groin, and uh, Mike Glennon threw me a fade, uh, a go ball, and uh, Cortez Allen caught the caught the interception, and I couldn't run. So I was like trying to like get out the way, and they, he was already past me. And I forgot, I think Mike Mitchell was blocking me or something while I was strained up, and I was just trying to stiff arm, like get him off me. And then Palomalu was like, hey, he's hurt, let him go, or whatever. And he was talking to me throughout the game and, and after the game. So, and Troy's a real nice guy. What about this stretch right now? I mean, some think that the offense is still trying to find an identity. What do you think? We're trying to win, is what we're trying to do. I mean, we're just trying to win. Week in, week out, we try to win. I mean, this is a tough game, tough, one of the toughest leagues in the world. We're just trying to win each week and just correct the things that we got wrong in the previous week.